There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. Win. Hi there. Um, I am hoping upon hope that y'all can help me. Do you uh, have anything that can help with extreme, extreme gas? With what now? I have. I have horrible, just god awful gas. I've gone to the doctor and they've checked out my insides, and I just don't know what to do. I mean, it's so bad that like my neighbors, if the fans on it, they complain about is there something dead in your house and all it is is me in there tooting. I don't know what to do. Oh, well, we don't have anything for that, sir. You don't have anything for the insides? I thought y'all's then healing. 2,000 uh, years of Eastern. marijuana here. Oh. Well, that might help a little bit, I suppose. I don't know. How much is a bag of your best marijuana? Uh, you would have to come in for that, sir, but we're, uh, we're located in West Hollywood, 8464 Santa Monica. How does that work? Like, do y'all meet me on the outside or something? Uh, come in, sir. You'll come in and see the doctor. Oh, y'all have a doctor there? That's correct. You'll see a doctor. Just me to come visit? That's correct. Well, maybe the doctor could help me with my gas. I don't know what to tell you, sir. Maybe take your shit and see what happens. I don't know, but I don't well, know I've... anything about the gas. Take it up with the doctor. I've, I've I've done that. I'll, that's about all I do. Do y'all take insurance? Nah, we don't, sir. Well, I've been pooping. I just don't know what... I mean, it's so god-awful, I can barely stand it myself. And you know how when you take a poop, it's not so bad when it's you? I don't know, sir. Even when I... Even... It's, it's starting uh, you to know what? I don't like, even want to keep hearing about your pooping, but if you like, you can go see the doctor. It's starting to make my own eyes water, and that ain't good. I mean, it's just... Do you think marijuana would help me with that? I'm afraid it'd give me the munchies, and that'd just make me eat more, and that'd make my gas even worse. I'm afraid something might be dead up inside me. We're back. We're back, and it is... uh, Are you not plugged in? Go for it. I'm not plugged in. Okay, go for it. Plug me in. There you go. Okay. There we go. All right. Sweet corn. Good start. Uh, hello, everybody. It's great welcome, start. Welcome to the Tim Gaither Podcast, episode 15. Hope you enjoyed that prank call. Uh, it occurred to me as I was uh, sifting through the calls this morning, trying to figure, find a, a good one for the episode, that a lot of my prank calls are uh, poop and fart oriented. It's very highbrow shit. <laughs> no pun intended. That was good. I mean, the guy was patient with you. I would have just been, I would have just hung up after. Um, he wasn't that patient. He was. He, I remember that guy. He was kind of a. He was kind of a dick. But anyway, uh, welcome to the studio, everybody. For uh, thanks for listening, and we are. Uh, we've had a we've had a tumultuous news weekend, have we not, John? It's been. I I wouldn't be able to tell you because I really try to not pay attention to the news. That I mean, I do, but uh, I don't know anything about the the Russian thing or not the Russian thing. Uh what's the the Wonder Woman? It's like Wonder Woman's trending now. I don't know why, and I'm and I'm happy that I don't know why. You mean as far as it's doing well at the box office? Is that why? I assumed it was some sort of political. See, that's where we're at right now. <laughs> like I thought that was some sort of Trump thing. No, I'm, but it's just a movie. See, it's that, just an empowering. You see where I'm at? I don't give a shit about it. Like, <laughs> that's the problem. I need to care more about. 
people I about guess, stuff. Society. Well, it's it's just hard, man, because you don't know what's real and what's bullshit anyway. I mean, and we were talking about this last night. If if you really want to take the time to fact check an article that you read on like social media, it'll take you like forty five minutes to an hour. Who has that kind of time? To find out if something you're reading is bullshit, and it's very, very difficult to know, especially if you try to if you if you read any anything off the internet, you might as well just not do that. Um, it, but it, be honest, it's hard to know even what the media is allowed to say. You know, like the government has their hand in a lot of that shit, so we're not always told the truth about stuff. The only difference is one's, one's our uh, government and then one's just people trying to make money off of advertising. The, an example, this week I saw three men in Florida ate somebody's face and cannibalism and this and that. And I'm like, I didn't really hear about that on National News. Week. So it's, it's, from the, it's from the Miami Gazette, right? Yeah. So I Google Miami Gazette and it's just like, no, this is a fake website. But it looks real. like they, But you can tell because all the stories, like if here's a good way to tell if the website the you're on is a real or a fake Miami Gazette like this one. <clears throat> Read a story. If there's not exact like street names, I mean, sometimes they'll even throw those in. But a lot of times they're just very vague stories that aren't specific to any region or state or anything. And that they've all just kind of been plugged into these sites to make it look like this is a functioning, running Miami Gazette website. In all actuality, I made those guys seven cents because I went right. there and read the article. God, what a great time to be in the tabloid business, you know? I mean, those things are so funny anyway. They're always like, says a source, says a friend, blah, blah, blah. Like, bullshit. You didn't talk to their friend. It's like those, it's like the, when we talked about those surveys they do, like, 80% of Americans feel this way. I'm like, really? Because I've never filled out one survey in my whole damn life. So how can 80% of Americans feel this way or that way or, you know. Pulled from 506 people outside of a schnooks in St. Louis at like 5 yeah. in the morning. I'm like, I yeah. don't know if that's a great representation of America. Yeah, but. and there's no way to take the time. Who's No no one's going to take the time to see if those are bullshit. We just hear those stats and we're like, okay. It's like they say 80% of American men can't do one pull-up. Really? You've tested all men in America and you've come to that conclusion? What, because you you went to a gym and eight out of 10 guys there couldn't do it. Or, you know, maybe you went to an old folks home. They're like, Hey, what's your name, Jim? You look average. Can you do a pull up? About one. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Or if he says no, you know, or they just get, who knows? 10 guys from some old folks retirement home and have them do pull ups. And well, these 10 couldn't do it. I don't know. Freaking. It's all the most pull ups I could ever do. I think was 12. And that's when I was actually working out. I've never been uh, much of an upper body guy. Well, you've got long arms, which would make it more difficult. I would think to do pull ups and chin ups and pull ups are a different thing. Um, I I can do one now, but I can't do the other because my body's freaking breaking down. I'm getting old. So you can do, I mean, I'm guessing you can do chin ups. You cannot do pull ups because it, if it messes up your shoulder. I think pull-ups are the ones where your hands are out, right? Uh, like this, right? Yeah, I was going to Where confused. you're looking at the tops of your knuckles as yeah, you're as those you're are technically up. called pull-ups. It seems okay. like it should be off, opposite to me. But, uh, yeah, I can do the ones – um, I can do underarm pull-ups, but I can't do the other ones because my I've got this bicep tendon issue uh, going Goddamn on. Goddamn athlete. Yeah, everything's just – well, not anymore. It's all going to shit. This is uh, – what are you doing tonight, John? You going to flights? You got yourself a uh, show at the flights I, in dude, El Segundo? I, 
I, I am, and I, it's and flights is uh, is is one of the. It's a really good LA show, and and I mean, there aren't really a lot of consistently great shows that are independently produced like this one. It's uh, but I've done it three times. It's always a great crowd. They give you. I think it's like fifteen minute spot, um, and then I'm rushing up. I'm doing the uh, the pre show roast battle up at the comedy store oh, in the cool. belly Good room, for you. and that's at that's at like ten thirty. So it's so I set it up. I, I contacted Dave. I was like, hey, can I be the dick? Even though I don't even really know you that well, can I go up first? He's like, yeah, dude, no problem. Nah, he's super cool about all that. No, stuff. he was, he was, and I did it. Two, I gave him two weeks notice too, so it's not like I sprung it on him like right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, he uh, he's let me go last on the last couple of shows he's done, and they don't care how much time you do. And I've uh, the last two times I've been there, which is uh, in the last few weeks, I've been able to work out like another six, five, six minutes of material. Which I was thinking about that today. That's part of the reason it's so hard for me to like just retire like an hour and write a new one is because I've ne- I, I still haven't had anything that like a lot of people have seen at one time, so I just have to like retire an hour. So now I just add to it and I drop stuff off and I, I guess I should just completely retire an hour and start over. But man, you get everything to where you want it to be and you just add and take away and uh, I don't know. It, it's just uh, it's just weird. And if you're not even paying attention to it, like you'll just look back all of a sudden 16 months later and you're like, oh man, I used to do that first 15. Now that's gone. In fact, I can't even remember half of those jokes. Yeah. And now I'm doing this, but that's now evolving into So it's like it's like a comedy conveyor belt, you know, like at the store. It's just constantly moving and evolving and you're just putting new stuff on it. And yeah. then it just keeps moving on down the line, but I kind of I feel like I have the same problem in that um I don't have anything documented like here's my album, here's my special or anything like that. So even more unlike even more so. So Yeah. There's now I'm to the point where I'm like do I it's uh like that's a great joke, but I've done it for 7 years. Yeah. Like like can I live with myself if it comes out of my mouth again? That's kind of where I'm at. and that's with like the good stuff where everything else it's like nah, we're we're done with that. Sorry, you never got filmed, you never got documented, but you helped me get to where I am now, joke. You yeah. Know? Yeah, but if it's good enough and it hasn't been filmed, then you got to keep it and and then bring it out if there's some kind of filming or something. Yep. But now, like, what I look at is when I'm going over my act and and figuring out what to add to it and what to drop and all that. Is I look at the special that I filmed and I'm like, okay, well, now I've got 20 solid minutes that aren't in that special. But the problem is some of the things that I've added tie into old things. So especially when you're doing an hour in the middle of the country when people have they've never seen your show or never seen most of it, um, then then you just, you know, you plug in that new stuff to the old stuff and you constantly can make old stuff better and add to it. And you're like, oh, it's like Jay Leno never let his stuff get filmed ever. He's never let his hour be filmed. And now he can just, he can still, he can still do it. He can still pull those jokes out and, uh, and they do well. Um, I guess I haven't really, I've seen him once actually at the comedy magic club and, and he did really well. It was a different kind of a, a thing. Um, but yeah, he never let it get filmed, which I think is interesting. 
No. And, and pretty smart, too, because you never, you know, it's like if you sell a half hour Comedy Central Presents to Comedy Central, they give you like, I'm not sure how much they give you, like 1500 bucks or something. And then they can use it for as long as they want, no matter how successful it is. I mean, I guess that ended up being good for you, but they don't give you any more money because they've been running it forever, you know? Well, I'll tell you who's going to have a problem booking anything is Bill Maher and Kathy Griffin. Like, <laughs> they, they had themselves a hell of a week. Before we get to those guys, are you watching the NBA Finals? Yes, I am. And I, on my sports podcast, Sportsaholics, I had Jason Lawhead, great comic. Um, yeah, I know Jason. Uh, great basketball player. But anyway, he's a Cleveland guy. and We had gone into this long talk about how we both thought Cleveland could win in seven. And, you know, it's... They just well, got, they've been getting steamrolled, right? They they have. It's been it's been freaking ugly so far. And if LeBron can somehow pull out this series, it's o to o two now, and they have just been getting smashed. I mean, when they're you know they it was like, and I haven't watched any games the whole year, but I do watch the NBA Finals every year. And uh, anytime they would pull between like four and six, uh, Golden State would just go on a run, and before you you. you go to the refrigerator and come back and they'd be up by 12 and you're just like shit i mean how do you how do you know he's only one man no matter how freaking good he is even though not to get off topic too much but a few it was it's probably been 10 years the first time he made it to the nba finals when they got swept he uh single-handedly beat the detroit pistons single-handedly i've seen that guy just put the team on his back and be like i am not going to let us lose and when he gets like that, he's freaking hard to beat. But now he's going against two guys that are almost as good as him. You know, I mean, it's just like when Superman went against, in Superman 2, when he went against uh, Zod and his brother and that chick. You know, that's a pretty formidable team. Yeah, that's he, Superman's a bad motherfucker, but he's got to go against Zod <laughs> and his two disciples. So, uh yeah, it's 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 not looking good for him. But if he can pull this out, if he could somehow pull out this series in seven games, because that's the only way they could possibly do it, if he could somehow pull this out, in my eyes, it would lay to bed the whole LeBron versus Michael deal. I mean, wouldn't it? I mean, he's been to seven straight finals. He's been to like eight or nine total. He's won four. I mean, it, it he's looks six nine, two sixty of solid muscle. He can jump over a building. I mean, it's just a different. Uh, it's I, different, but shit, man, his IQ and he just, I don't know. I just look. The problem with the Jordan argument now is that we no one's seen Jordan play. It's been 15, 18 years since he took his last shot in the NBA, and even those last couple of years were kind of sketchy uh, with when he came back and then. With the Wizards and everything I wish else. they wouldn't have left, man. They could have won 10 in a row if he hadn't gone on that baseball thing. And that's kind of like an argument that I'll, I'll use as Jordan guy is that you just said that. And LeBron's yeah. been to seven, but he's lost a few. And Jordan never lost one. But he also had a kick-ass core of people with him. LeBron oftentimes has been like... Yeah, I mean, Kyrie Irving's incredible. Yeah. Kevin he, Love he, is really, you know. I, again, I don't know enough about basketball to even make to, to make too much of an 
argument for this conversation. I just uh, LeBron James seems to me cr- like he could be like if he wasn't. He's like ba- a superhero. That freaking guy. Yes, if he wasn't, if he wasn't playing basketball, he would be an all-pro tight end or defensive end in football. Can you yeah. imagine him playing football, six foot nine, as fast as he is, and as strong as he is, and as high as he can jump? Holy shit! I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it p- past the Browns when he retires from. Basketball. One year. Just give like, us one exactly. year. Exactly. We'll give you thirty million dollars. Yeah, whatever it takes. Fuck like yeah. the NFL should just pay for it, just for the publicity alone. I mean, yeah, that would and be, he would probably be great. He, he played mean, in high school until I think he finally stopped playing after his sophomore junior year because he's like, okay, let's. Uh, well, shit, I'm surprised he played that long with that kind of talent because when someone's that good at basketball, I guess they scout them from like sixth grade. Uh, that's what maybe, I heard. Maybe younger. With LeBron, yeah, it was like seventh grade. Yeah, when a kid's that young, sometimes they can just tell, like, oh, he's got, you know, they can look at him too, like, like uh, NBA players have a certain build, you know, like I was reading about it. I don't know shit about basketball, but they they can they can uh, they can figure it out. They can look at guy, a guy and tell if he's going to be special. Um, Hell yeah! They're like main. They're like, do you know who your father is? <laughs> you do. Okay, who's next? And then they move on from there. I'm sorry. What are you talking about? I'm just. Uh, that was a joke about how the real, the only the really good players don't know who their fathers are. Only the really good players don't know. Right. Like Jalen Rose didn't never met his father. Knew yeah. he was like an incredible basketball player. LeBron James doesn't know his father. Michael Jordan knew his, his father. father is dead because of his gambling addictions. <laughs> so I guess there are different. Do stories. you really think that's why that shit happened? That was. I mean. Yeah. A, I mean. I guess it could. God. It was Some just, evil shit, man. Yeah, they, they were. At the end of the day, it was just two hillbilly, kind of redneck, methy guys in North Carolina that were dumb enough to be like, hey, I got Jordan's championship ring. I stole it off of his dead father's corpse. Oh, really? Let me call the police real quick. Yeah, Jesus. In North Carolina, where Michael Jordan is. People the, do some shit, man. I had an uncle who got murdered over a $500 car top because what? These, these two guys didn't want to pay for the upholstery job they did on their car top, and it was like a $500 job, and they just murdered them over it. This was, this has been a long time ago. But yeah, I mean, people do shit for, for nothing. I remember reading about this guy who murdered an old lady, and all he took was like her cheeseburger and fries. Didn't even take the change out of her, out of her hand. Just her cheeseburger and fries. I'm like, really? You had to kill her? You couldn't just snatch it from an old lady? You had to murder, you know. This is going way off topic. No, this is good. I like this. This is, <laughs> hey, guys, welcome. Uh, Hope, hopefully your day, this is going to start your day at work or end your, uh, your drive home from work perfectly. Yeah, no matter what happened to you, you didn't get mugged or killed for your cheeseburger. So, But and to answer the question, I think I'm going to take Jordan just by a hair over. I mean, it's it's like it's a game to ten, ones and twos. Do Jordan. you think there's part of that, though, that's just from your childhood going, nope, there's no, nope, Jordan's the best? Kind of, except for, like, I was 19, 20 years old when LeBron started playing. But I, if they played one-on-one, or if they had a team that was equal, and then the two of them at the helm of their team, I would pick. I don't know. When you look at it that way, that's I mean, like, Jordan you know. is all defensive NBA probably, I think, six times or defensive player of the year. I mean, he did it on the defensive side of the ball. And LeBron does, too. Um, and LeBron could just muscle him down, not I, to turn this into a basketball podcast. You know, I think I also just 
like LeBron James. I, I don't know how. I, I hear a lot of LeBron haters, and I don't get it. I know the whole Miami thing or whatever, but I just like the guy. He seems like a genuinely nice dude, and he could be full of shit. I don't know. But he seems like a classy, yeah. nice dude. And whoever wrote that on his house, you're a piece of shit. Yep, and and you, you just you just take us all back so far because it only takes one idiot to undo all the you know or not undo it but to just just it's like we're trying to build up something good here in our society and then you're taking away from that by doing something yeah i mean come on just be like lebron sucks bro go warriors hey i know where lebron lives Oh, no I can't, shit? I, I'm surprised they didn't have uh, security cameras that they could catch. Oh, they that do. Idiot. They got them. Oh, they did. Oh, I mean, they're. I haven't seen them, but there's there's cameras. Speaking of the news, uh, just a little sidebar. The local news is the no matter where you live is the funniest thing on the planet. I don't care if you're in a big city or a little town. If you want to laugh, watch the the local news. It is funny shit. Um. Speaking of uh, sports, this weekend is the World Team Trials for the uh, United States Olympic Team, or United States World Team, rather. What's and, the difference? Um, the World Championships are every year, and the Olympics, as you know, is only four years. So they do the World Championship every year. It's kind of the same thing. It's kind of like if you win the Worlds or you win the Olympics, it's on the same level, but obviously, um, like, you're better off winning the Olympics if you had to pick one or the other. If you could, if you couldn't win a world championship and an Olympic championship, and you had to pick, everyone would pick an Olympic championship. It's just more prestigious. Yeah, you're getting the Wheaties box, yeah. and you're getting the you're on, you know, Jimmy Kimmel and all that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Gotcha. So um, this weekend is the World Team Trials. Um, I don't know who listens to this podcast. Uh, I think some people are wrestling fans. And uh, if you're listening real quick, I'm going to run down my picks. At 57, Tony Ramos is going to make the team. At 61, Logan Stieber. 65, I'm picking Zane Rutherford over Jordan Oliver, which uh, most people would not, but I am. Why? Uh, Why? uh, Zane Rutherford is a two-time NCAA champ from from Penn State, and he is just relentless. And he had Jordan Oliver, the guy that's – if you win the U.S. Open – let me backtrack a little. If you win the U.S. Open, you sit in the World Team Trials Finals already, and whoever wins the mini tournament, they call it, has to wrestle that has to win the mini tournament and then wrestle that guy and beat him two out of three times. So Zane Rutherford at uh, 65 kilograms, which is roughly 143 pounds, he uh, he had Jordan Oliver beaten at the uh, U.S. Open, and Jordan Oliver's awesome. And he's going to be sitting in the finals, which is a big advantage because you're rested, where those other guys have to have three or four wars before they even get there. Um, so Jordan Oliver has an advantage in that respect, but I just don't see him beating Zane two more times. And maybe I'm wrong, and most people would say I am, but that's what I'm picking. Okay, okay. And then at 70 kilograms, we've got a returning uh, bronze medalist, James Green. He is going to uh, uh, make the team, I believe. Uh, but he's going to have a he's going to have a good finals match, probably with a guy named Jason Nolf. 74 is going to be awesome. We've got our world and Olympic champion, Jordan Burroughs. Um, he's four-time world champ, three-time world champion, Olympic champion, two-time Olympian. 
uh, had a bit of a hiccup at the Olympics, didn't win the Olympics or even place, but he's still um, probably the front runner to win the world championship. He's going to have a hell of a time against a guy named Kyle Dake. And then at 86, Jaden Cox I'm picking over David Taylor. That's going to be an awesome series. And then 97, we've also got a world Olympic champion in Kyle Snyder. He's uh, almost a shoe-in to make the team again. And then at heavyweight, I'm picking Nick Wazdowski. And for all the people who don't give a shit about wrestling, I'm sorry you had to sit through that. But uh, I love wrestling. And the world team trials are this weekend. They're in Nebraska, June 8th through the 10th. Um, the 10th is the main day that I'm watching, that I'm talking about. With the, uh, It's on Saturday. Where are you watching? Uh, I'll be watching it from a hotel room in Des Moines, Iowa, where I'll be working at the Funny Bone. So I don't know if I'll be able to see the finals. I might have to come home and watch it archived. But Do you go on like .com you watch it on your computer? I mean, it'll probably be on TV just because you know, Iowa's wrestling. There's a, a website called flowwrestling.org, O-R-G, and it's uh, – it's where you can look at any any anything wrestling, junior high, high school, uh, college. It's not college season right now, but there's always stuff about it. Um, I love it, and and it takes up a lot of my time, but it's uh, it's cool. It's man. a passion, and it's you know it's uh, kind of encourage you encourages you to uh, stay relatively healthy. You can't be going around all these wrestling tournaments out of shape. <laughs> well, there's plenty of out of shape wrestling fans, but. Uh, um, yeah, it's just it's just a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend for uh, for wrestling. If you're a fan, you should definitely check it out. And now we should probably talk about uh, this weekend the uh, the career suicide that these guys committed. Which, by the way, where are we at on time? Just so I know, John. We're good. We're about roughly yeah twenty five. Okay, um, Kathy Griffin. I, I guess she's had her like seven of her gigs canceled. Um, which is basically what she had for the rest of the year, I guess. So not a very busy schedule, but um, it's like a casino in New Mexico, and that's actually that's the only one I remember. But I, I was like, that makes sense, you know, relatively conservative state, uh, gun happy for the most part, and uh, not yeah, not really tolerant to anything that extreme. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess there's enough Kathy Griffin fans that she had a show book there, though, right? Uh, or, what what I don't get is that. You would think it would just make her more popular among the people who hate Trump, which there are plenty. You know? No, it will. It will. Um, I think she makes herself an easy target with her stupid face on New Year's, and like I, I can't really. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan either. I think the biggest crime is that anybody knows who the fuck she is to begin with. I mean, with all the talented, funny people in this country, and she's one of the ones you know. Oh my God, Tim! Why, why would you say that? That's crazy, dude. I gotta, you guys, under, you guys can see me now because I'm talking really loud. Yeah, man, I don't get it. I've never, I've never understood what what makes her funny in in anyone's eyes. I found this thing on the. It was actually on Adult Swim last night, and I I took a picture of it. I thought it was so funny. It said, "Old ways to be famous. Have a great, have a great talent. New ways to be famous. Have a great butt." <laughs> yeah. The second one is make a brilliant discovery. The second one on new ways to be famous is make noises in your car. Old ways to be famous. Be the first person to set foot somewhere. Sorry, this is really small. Be the first person to set foot somewhere. New ways to be famous. Be the first person to do a dumb dance. Old ways to be famous. Win or lose a war. 
new ways to be famous. Win or lose a Photoshop battle. <laughs> you know, it's like, no shit. It's like so, it's such a travesty of justice, the shit that gets noticed anymore. It's, it's almost like a, Albert Einstein had a quote where he said, I fear the day technology surpasses human interaction. We will have a world of idiots. The world will have a generation of idiots. And I'll be damned if it is not happening before our eyes. And it makes me scared to have a child. It really does to bring them into this shit. I know every generation says that, and we all sound whatever. But it... it's it's more unpredictable now than it's ever been. In 1960, you had a kid. You're like, I'll tell you what 1965 is going to be like. Well, we might have to go back to the Asian countries again to fight a little bit. And every one of my impressions is just sort of like a <laughs> roar of voice, uh, especially from the 60s. Uh, I heard Ford's going to make a car that has 350 horsepower. And uh, they're going to extend the phone lines inside the houses to up to 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, and you knew where your kid was going to go to school and, and, and the things they were going to see. And, what, and, and you, could, you could hide Playboy from them until they got to be like 13, 14, 15. Now, I mean, kids have access to anything. And that scares the shit out of me when it comes to thinking about having one. But So anyway, she lost all her gigs, which is just surprising to me because... I, I, again, I would think that that would just make her popular, even more popular than she was. I don't know how she she didn't have that much stuff booked, so maybe she's not that popular. But she does that New Year's thing every year, which I guess they fired her from, and that just proves that the media has their hand in a lot of shit because it's advertising. Yeah, it's all I mean, advertising. Yeah. Bill Hicks has a great bit about advertising and marketing being evil. and uh, I should probably listen to that because I was trying uh, to start, check it out. It's so funny. I wanted to develop one because that's really advertising. Okay, why is the reason, uh, you know, anytime, let's say Bill O'Reilly, which, okay, so all this stuff, all the advertisers, advertisers threaten to pull their money out. So yeah. then they're like, so ultimately, um, what decides what stays, and I'm not advocating Bill O'Reilly job by any means should have shouldn't have been fired that guy's the worst but um it's like okay so just because ty doesn't want to pay now this guy or this woman's point of view is no longer going to be be able to be heard on cnn or msnbc so that's pretty much the gist of it huh if yeah I, if, it, if the advertisers are like you know what we don't want that guy that's the only time anyone ever gets as soon as the money is is gone so because um subaru wants to let us know that they got a nice 300 dollars a month lease um you know then they're gonna pull that million from msnbc or whoever's airing that show that's now controversial uh because they don't want their they assume that they're that whoever is buying Subarus is going to be offended by that. So as a precautionary measure, let's go ahead and just assume that everyone's going to be offended by that, even though two out of a hundred might be, and then it just kind of snowballs. That's my that's my theory. It just yeah. It, well, it makes sense. I mean, where the money goes, that's all anyone really gives a shit about. That's why. That's why cash me outside. How about that? That's mm. why. That's why that bitch has nine million Instagram followers. Probably nine million <laughs> five now because I just said that. But I think it's a testament to how bad Kathy Griffith's comedy comedy truly is because the 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 opposition hasn't said, "Hey, come to our city and do a special." You know, I haven't even seen the fuck. What did she? I know she had a a, a dummy head of Trump, and 
did it have a caption underneath it? Did she? No, it, I didn't him? even know. Was she just holding it. It was. I. It, it was. To me, it looked Someone like a made mask. a funny joke about which one is the <laughs> cutoff head, like Kathy Griffin's or the. She is. Uh, she looks rough. It's. Uh, I guess she's pretty damn old though too. She's a lot older than I thought. Yeah, she's probably like sixty. She is pushing sixty. Jesus Christ, she looks a lot like that head. Holy God. I mean, what was she thinking? Tim, you're crazy. I don't look anything like that head. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I got yeah. Kinda... I, I, I showed <laughs> I showed him the picture, and uh... dude, I got all stuffed up all of a sudden. It's like a. It's like a. Uh... It's because I haven't cleaned my fan in like three months, so it's, it's just like a tree fell down in this bitch or something. All of a sudden, <laughs> look I'm how dirty like... this fan is. I mean, I just shut it off, but it's covered in uh, in filth. Uh, what? Well, what about Bill Maher? I mean, I'm not. It's covered in filth. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> dust or whatever. Whatever's gonna make it. <laughs> it's a pollen explosion in here. Something, uh, Jesus. I'm not the biggest Bill Maher fan. I, I can. Get... <laughs> I don't know what the hell we're talking about. We need to make. We need to. Uh, well, to get back with with Bill Maher. We need to dog ear what time of the show this is. We might want to delete hey, some of this. Shit. No, we're good. We're good. This is. <laughs> we haven't said any in bombs like Bill Maher. And the reason I think he he even dropped that is because. Uh, it never goes through my mind about should I not drop the in bomb. Yeah, that's I, mean, I know. I but, know. But as far as his his joke, uh, sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I was just saying like I know that uh, I I happen to know that he has an affinity for. Black pussy. So I think he's at this point in his life, he's <laughs> fucked so much black pussy. That doesn't that, mean you're not racist. <laughs> no, but I feel like that's where he that's where he got comfortable with the uh, with the in bomb slippage. Yeah, he probably, well, he probably it, dropped that joke a couple times and got some good laughs in the bedroom, and then took it to the airwaves, and then silence. You know, it was hard to tell if when I saw when I saw the interview when I saw the interview. It was hard to tell if he thought too much about it before he said it because they bleeped it out, and you couldn't tell the uh, the pause and all that. When I read what he said, I, I've had black people my whole life that I that I love and some that I would absolutely take a bullet for, but when I first read it, it made me laugh. Now, does that make me racist? I don't think it does. I think it just made me laugh, you know. And uh, when I saw it on TV, I couldn't tell if he paused too much because that was my thing. I was as a comedian, I'm like, well, if he paused too much, then he thought about it. And if he thought about it too much, then he probably shouldn't have just he shouldn't have said it. But the comic in him was like, no, I'm gonna say it. I think it's funny. It felt like a natural delivery. Yeah, like, and, and, that's, and that's how you gotta it, sell something like that. Yeah, and sometimes pause. that's the only way it's funny. Like every time I've sat on a punchline too long or thought about whether I should say it. It's not funny. Ever since I was a little kid in class, but when I said it, 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 uh, if without thinking about it, it was funny. It crushed me. You know, and it's still that way. It's still that way, especially in a group setting. Like if you're around a small group and, and something comes up where you can lob an easy one over the middle, um, if I think about it too much, it just doesn't freaking happen. Or you just gotta, you gotta trust your gut comedically, yeah. you know. And or in this case, maybe Bill Maher. Now, now he knows. The yeah, limits. and my, they... my my point about that and saying that the only time people get pissed is when it's is is judging something on on race is even if it becomes like, uh, you know, it's a joke. And yeah, he, especially these days, he should have been smart enough to not 
<laughs> to not say that we all saw the Kramer that. thing like ten years yeah. ago, but it's like Justin said he put a. I, I, I'm assuming about what he's talking about, but he put context with a period right after that happened, and I think what he was saying, and again I haven't talked to him about it, but I think what he was saying was you know it was in the context of a joke. If he had called someone that or said that's for feel you know whatever yeah, yeah. if he had said something like that then it'd be like oh wait what the fuck did you just say but <laughs> you know when i read what he said it made me laugh so i i again i don't think that and i think racist. his position was he was trying to show like that was the ignorant stance that the i forget who his guest was but it was like this is how that his guest opposition thinks and that was his impression i, I can't speak to that because yeah. i didn't see any of the other i just saw that that little but anyway bill maher shame on you buddy this is 2017 (laughs) you you could have gotten away with that in 2014 but no it's 2017 which which is it's just it just it just sucks it sucks that there's idiots out there that do shit like to lebron's house and and that and and that i'm not a black person so or, or a minority so so i can't speak to I can't say that that racism's not a thing anymore because it definitely is. It just seems like every time we get away from talking about some idiot comes along and and does this or a viral video goes up with somebody saying some racist off shit or someone, you know, does something. I don't know, man. I wish we could. I I wish capital punishment was more of a thing. (laughs) I I always felt like if there was some sort of mandatory military service – uh, isn't criminal. there already? I, don't, I mean, I think I, I've <laughs> for heard people it. that fuck up. Isn't I, that a, isn't that the choice a lot of times? If you, you fuck can, up, you can take it. I, yes, I've met someone that that took military service. Yeah, over, I think over, that's over. fairly common, isn't it? But it, I don't think it's mandatory. No, no, definitely not mandatory. But it's it's a not that that would that probably wouldn't curb any. <laughs> would you choose the military over jail over prison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. It's kind of the same thing, except you can't. Uh, well, you know, it's kind of the same thing. You'd, have, you'd, you'd probably have less to... freedom in the military, but I feel like you would you could learn so much more, and at least you would come out with the trade and knowing how to take apart and reassemble uh, heavy machine guns. Yeah, you would definitely get more. Uh, <laughs> it would definitely look better on a resume to yeah. be <laughs> to be uh, um, coming out of uh, that rather than than prison. It's like, yeah, it's so serious. Yeah, I was in uh, Taiwan in the Navy for two years. And then they transferred me to the Philippines. Oh, that's great. Versus like, oh, well. Oh, you got your degree. Where'd you get that? Uh, Cal State Penitentiary. Colton <laughs> County. Oh, I asked someone who went to Cal State. Oh, Penitentiary. Oh, okay. That's different. Yeah, that's an easy choice. Military all the way. Even, yeah. even, with, even if we are in uh, war times, too. I'm still picking military. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, during wartime, like, like, I don't know. Are we at war right now? I mean, it's more of an occupation. It feels it? like it. I mean, all of my relatives that are in the army are doing a lot of moving and shaking right now. Yeah. And so, but anyway, that might be more of a prep, uh, preparation type of a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even in wartime, I feel like, uh, I, I just don't want to go to jail. I mean, the amount of athlete's foot that runs through prisons, it runs rampant. The showers are filthy. <laughs> athlete's foot, is that yeah. what you said? Yeah, yeah. You ever had a nasty case of that? Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. It is. That's what I'm talking about. I'll go I'll go over to Russia right now to fight. 
itchy. It's like the uh, adult version of uh, chicken pox. Shingles. Have you heard of that? You gotta yeah. get, you gotta get a you gotta get a vaccine for that shit because if you get it, it's just fucking brutal, man. You don't want to get that shit. David Letterman got it. Remember, it put him out of business. It was like right towards the end of his career, and he got shingles. <laughs> my mom damn near died from it. I mean, it, it was just the worst thing she'd ever been through in her whole life. We should call my mom sometime. We should put her. I, I pranked called her one time. I had her on the phone for like ten minutes, telling her that she was going to have to get out of her apartment because flooding and all this shit. <laughs> Finally, I just got bored of it, and I was like, "Mom, this is your son." And she was like, "I have a son," and I'm like. No, Mom, this is your son. <laughs> she, I mean, it confused the shit out of her. She's just like, uh, I, Tim? I'm like, yes, your son, Tim, this is him. You stinker. <laughs> She's like, I was already packing my bags halfway out the door. Oh, poor thing. I could tell that she was like, you know, I couldn't hang up the phone and just be like, because I had told her that, that there was flooding and she was going to have to move out forthwith, and I was doing this voice, and... uh and telling her that she needs to get a couple big old boys over there to help her move her stuff out because it was it was going to happen and and, <laughs> and I could tell that if I would have hung up the phone with her that way she would have damn near stroked out because I'm like <laughs> you're like I better take it easy she's still getting over the shingles <laughs> yeah yeah and she's in her 60s I don't need to be blind to her about shit like that <laughs> just for my own amusement yeah uh, and well listeners if if you want to be amused uh, Tim's going to be at the Des Moines Funny Bone here coming up. On uh, July 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Laugh Factory in Las Vegas on the uh, the 12th through the 18th. That's the week where you do the 14 shows. Yeah, so I'm getting ready to do 18 shows over the course of uh, 10 days. So yeah, it's be good. If I don't come out of that with some uh, new material, then I suck. But I should definitely be able to. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I'm sorry. That was Those are June dates, not July. Yeah, June. I'm going to be... I'm coming up at the Des Moines Funny When are you Bone. leaving? You're leaving tomorrow? For Des Moines? Thir- Thursday. Thursday. Okay, yeah. So this weekend, I'm sorry, this weekend, Des Moines Funny Bone, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Yeah. Next week, Yeah. in June, 12th through the 18th at the Laugh Factory. Starts on a Monday. I'm flying in on Sunday the 11th. I'm not even going get, to get to go home. I'm just going to fly in on the 11th and hang out in Vegas. Good thing I don't gamble or anything, so I'd, I'd probably lose my money if I did. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to go and... Uh, yeah, 14 shows in Vegas. I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm coming home, and then we're going to the Cayman Islands. So it's going to be a busy freaking... So you do get a little vacation, but then in July you come back. You're going um, up to Seattle, which that'll be great. You're doing the casino, and um, the details will be coming out. We'll, that'll be on Twitter, which which is at GaitherTim, at GaitherTim, if you guys want to look that up. Uh, then you're going down to the Blue Room in Springfield, Missouri, July 14th and 15th. That's a great room. I've done that one before. A lot of fun. For Looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. All you guys down in Branson and the Ozarks and Joplin and Carthage, all you know, down in that. If you're within an hour of Springfield, two hours, you should be driving to Springfield on the 14th and the 15th of July for those shows. And then the following weekend, the Hoya Comedy Store. Great. If you're in Southern California, San Diego, by all means, come out to those. Dude, your July is busy as hell. And then the 27th, 28th, 29th, and 30th at the Omaha Funny Bone, which is a great club as well. Yeah, yeah. June and July, I'm going to be busy. I'm going to have a lot of fun. Try to write a lot. And, uh, yeah, come on out to show if you can. And and check out our uh, check us out on iTunes and do some positive ratings and five stars. And oh, that, yeah, that goes all a that, long way. All that stuff helps us out. And, and you guys can go to Tim Gaither 
comedy.com if you just want to visually look at those dates i know you love hearing them you could just rewind it to <laughs> rewind it just press skip back a minute and just listen to them again or go to timgathercomedy.com and then also for myself personally i just started booking these i'm going to start booking like these week long 7 day 7 night comedy tours with cuz there's a lot of LA comics that never really go out on the road and, and get an opportunity to do more than 10 or 15 minutes, you know, at, uh, with the show. So myself, uh, Johnny Scordis from the equalizer with Denzel Washington. He's a comedy central, really funny comedian. And, uh, Sandro, uh, I, I Solano or I Colano. I always screw up his last name. Um, <laughs> hilarious comedy store paid regular, great comic, but we're doing, um, dude, 3000 miles. That starts June 12th up in Eureka, California. We're going all through Washington, Seattle area, middle of Washington, down through Medford, Oregon, and Central California. But if you go to laughprints.com, that's L-A-U-G-H-P-R-I-N-T-S, laughprints.com, uh, you can check out all those dates. And if you're in the area, by all means, come out to those. And laughprints.com also hosts this podcast along with uh, the Sportsaholics podcast and um, No Comedic Value podcast. So um, you can check all those out uh, there, and then there's links to all the episodes, some bios, infos, and that sort of thing. And I think that concludes the plugs. Yeah, I think so. Makingithappen.com, M-A-C-A-N. Oh, you said yeah. that, right? No, uh, I didn't. Little Bo Macon, yeah. sick little boy. Check out his blog and uh, and donate if you can. And uh, God bless you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon.